0: organization and experts on how to solve this perennial flooding issue. Also coming up, artificial intelligence uh, seems to be growing at a very fast pace, many are struggling to catch up and its capabilities continue to wow every individual, uh, including its ability to act just like human beings. We'll bring you uh, the analysis on the possible impact of artificial intelligence and how that will impact our lives as well. It's all coming up here on the pulse, uh, and uh, we'll be looking at this issue of the Titanic search uh, as it reaches a crucial stage, as rescuers uh, and some rescue robots are reaching the seafloor. At a time, oxygen in the uh, submersible is uh, forecast to be running out. We'll, uh, of course, uh, get you some updates on that story as we're making the trend, uh, trends around the world. It's all coming up here on The Pulse. The Pulse, as always, is brought to you by Global Communities, Dignity, Lua, Affordable, Safe Sanitation. We're on DSTV Channel 421, GoTV Channel 144. Uh, I'm Blessed Sogan Stay with us. We'll bring you details shortly. Well, this afternoon it has become an annual ritual. Heavy rains uh, equals flooding. The effect is drastic, and from loss of lives to loss of properties as well. But each and every year, the A circle repeats itself. Already uh, we know that the Speaker of Parliament, Alban Kinsford-Bapin, has directed the Finance Minister, Ken Oferata, and the Western Housing Minister, Francis Asensu-Boachie, to appear before the House and brief MPs on preparedness to prevent flooding with the onset of the rains. We'll take you uh, to Parliament for updates shortly. First of all, uh, let's uh, take you to Circle Odona here in the greater Accra region uh, where my colleague Michael Ashali has been engaging residents coupled um, and of course uh, who, many of them who have been compelled to uh, scoop water from their homes each time there is a downpour. There's more in this report for you.
1: Wake up, people. You are optimizing every waking hour of your life. From carpooling kids, to work, to friends, and everything in between. You have to get sleep. And a bed that can perform as well as you do. Meet the next generation Sleep Number Smart Bed. It effortlessly adjusts to your shape, position, and movements. Learning how you sleep, so you learn to sleep better. Night after night. Sleep next level. Only from Sleep Number. The
2: Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is now only $8.99. Plus special financing. Ends Monday. See store for details.
3: My name is Teta Heford.
4: Well, first up, takes in five individuals find themselves united across desperate locations, bound together by a shared harrowing ordeal. Living close to the Odor River that flows to the next day, our appliances
5: were soaked
6: in water.
5: We are scared, but we have nowhere to go. The only option is to last I was new here when I first experienced a flood. Justina
4: Adam is a seamstress. She moved into the neighborhood not long ago. Her first flood experience is now an indelible memory.
5: I didn't know it was this bad. I was home when I heard the whole place had flooded and when I got here, most of my things were destroyed.
4: Now she packs the cloth high up on the special shelf in her shop
5: to avoid a
4: repeat of history.
5: I had to dispose of them out of fear and I pack the items high up on those shelves and the rest I take home.
4: The perennial flat lake promises to hit again. And their savior, the Odor Drain, which houses mainly the Odor River, is already half full with silt. Occasionally, the angry flat waters rage and carry away all sorts of items and sometimes vehicles, especially that of drivers parked close to the drain at the Adorno Transport Yard. The rain is
7: getting full. We just park all our car. Just remove all our car from here. See the level where the the, the river is. They will just move the car. Then the city master will come and tell us everybody to remove his car from here.
4: Every year, The Adona River overflows its banks. And that is even for areas that have a properly constructed drain with concrete. At Agbobulushi, like where we are currently, that is not the case. Making it much more easier for the river to overflow its banks into neighboring structures. Musa. A vendor of spices operates her business just a stone throw away from the drain.
5: The water level can even reach my breast. And when that happens, we have to fetch our items from the surface of the water. I have been through it before. It even left me in debt last year. I live at Kaswa, so I was informed the place had flooded, but by the time I got here, it was
4: too late. Now, she's neck deep in debt, hoping to dig herself out one day.
5: It destroyed my items. My bestowed leaves got wet, and that is about 3,800 Ghana CDs. I have been able to pay 3,000 Ghana CDs.
4: Many more people have lost fortunes to the annual floods. We are still in Adabraka, a community very close to the Odona River. And this household right here has a peculiar relationship with floods. This wall that I sit on is arguably the only surviving one because the others have all given way to the force of the floods. They have all tumbled down. And the residents share their story, at least the few remaining ones.
8: In
4: Andabraka, we met two brothers, Kufikeke, and daniel asiedu their house now floods after every heavy downpour more recently
8: the force of the water collapsed their walls last year the flood came and it came around around 2 two twenty-five p.m or a.m yeah but we, i i heard mm, at once and i realized ah, what is happening i th- I, th- I think it's the tender by i i came i, I came for my room and i see there is plenty of water around here it came and reach my hair i can't come out by the moment i'm trying to come outside and i see my 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 wall has fell down at once boom this is the wall you can see the wall this is the wall the tenants have now taken the hard
4: decision to vacate their rooms just before the raining season. Uh, if you
8: look around here, no one is staying here, no one is staying here, no one, no one, everybody has gone, everybody has gone, now it left me, only me here now. Okay. Ghana typically sees a significant increase in rainfall volumes during
4: June with average precipitation ranging from 200 mm to 250 mm. This makes June the wettest month in Ghana. And every one of these individuals are traumatized and experience heart palpitations when May gives way to June.
6: Yes, so By any baby. You are scared. We have
8: nowhere to
6: go. But
8: right now, we can't repair it because we are fear. We fear the rain. You understand?
5: we can't do anything about it when it rains it's scary to us i've packed most of the clothes on a special shelf far from the reach of the water
4: for some of them no matter how much they have tried to solve the problem it hasn't yielded much and it appears their local authorities have given up on them
8: they are eating our taxes money that it doesn't make sense. Still, we have to play the government to come and help us more because of their gutters. they
6: ever appealing to the government to extend the length of the walls of the
5: and help us
4: to them. This time, they want action before the rains set in, so that at least for once, they can sleep knowing that the rains will not disturb them. They are calling on their members of parliament, their MCEs, and government in itself to come to their aid so that they can win this fight. For join News, Michael Ashale.
0: And there's more on this uh, flooding issue because in the Western region, a three-year-old Nursery two people, Angela Kamaji, uh, has uh, been killed after heavy rains. Abiveni in the Abiveni uh, bakwai municipality. Family members uh, of the deceased Jacqueline uh, in Nansuri uh, indicated that after the rains, she went to pick the victim uh, from school, only to be informed that the child fell into the death, uh, at the drain, and drowned.
6: Question, no, my amiens, and to Micha Catuano no genuine swan. and no sins when found. the one of me came, you met his swings for my film. said, Farm,
0: well, her teacher uh, at the Victim School, Owusu Roxon has been offering uh, some clarity as to what exactly may have happened. Well, uh, we'll get to some updates on that uh, later on today uh, on the we are also exploring the possible solutions to the perennial uh, flooding situation. Uh, Divine Ahaji is a professor of construction and uh, human Sciences development at the Comic 1 University of Science and Technology with uh, more than 20 years' experience in teaching and research as well as project uh, management. Joins us via Zoom now. Thank you, uh, Prof, for your time. Um, I- I'm wondering. Uh, what may be your solution, knowing that uh, there are a number of reports recommending to the authorities what exactly should be done about this verennial flooding issue? Uh, what else
9: could be done
0: just to solve this problem?
10: Uh,
9: th- thank you very much, and let me say good evening to your uh, viewers and also uh, very sad listening to this depressing uh, news that we hear every, every day, which has become an annual affair. Uh, you know, we, I, I think if we want to trace back to the issue about floods in Accra now, uh, as you said, we have gone over this several years, and uh, it's good you are asking the question, what should be the way forward now? And I can tell you that uh, with what you are recounting now, including uh, what has been presented, uh, Accra has gone past the stage where... Uh, we should be talking about we want to stop or prevent flooding. Uh, the conversation should actually be now be around reducing the risk, but more importantly, we have gotten to the stage where perhaps we need to be discussing what we call living with water. Because if you look at the situation now, uh, we have made so many mistakes in the past regarding infrastructure and. Uh, how we have treated urbanization in terms of housing development and other things, which you all know. So that's why we don't want to go back to it. And so many of our people are living in flood-prone areas. We are aware of that. And we don't have the resources to say we want to resettle them. And uh, we are adopting what we call the flood risk management approach, which is normally trying to uh, use institutions to address the the situation. And that has no work for us uh, up to now. But then, instead of bringing uh, the community on board, especially regarding what we call resilience, which is now a uh, trend that is uh, actually supported by the Sendai framework, the narration has always been on government and infrastructure certain without bringing the community into it. And I think this is where the conversation now must begin to, to, to change for the people to know that Where we have gotten to, government, of course, is supposed to be doing its parts relating to the flood risk management approach, but communities should now begin to know that we have gotten to the stage where we must all learn to live with the water. So that communities now coming on board in terms of resilience strategies will also be incorporated seriously into our discussions. For instance, when you interviewed the the people who talked in that sad situation, and very indeed, but it was interesting that towards the end, all of them were pointing to the, the government and one who sense that uh, there's no community mobilization issue within themselves as to what they can also do or as community to support the government initiatives. And that's why I'm saying that this is where the narration and the conversation is hugely missing in our attempt in trying to address flood issues in the country. And I think uh, to answer your question, it's an area that we need to take seriously. And then going forward, now uh, the issue about nature-based solutions is also something which is very critical. If you look at uh, Accra, densely populated, uh, very highly uh, little green areas. But there's no conscious effort to, uh, uh, as I said earlier, to bring the community still to be able to look at how nature-based solutions and green architecture can seriously be incorporated into our infrastructure development. And this is also because of the way our housing development approach is with this self-build approach where uh, if you get your money, you build your, your house. But you are aware that uh, there are many people in this country who haven't got resources to build what we call the flood resilient construction so that they will be able to build their houses such so that it uh, to be able to uh, re- resist flooding. And, uh, and so there's the need for support and integrated approach. But we have left all this uh, and thinking that things can just happen uh, in an ad hoc situation. And I think that is what is, uh, has been the uh, the bane of our problem after today.
0: Um, how about a decongestion exercise? Is, is that something you would opt for?
9: Yeah, a, a, a decongestion is uh, part of the solution, but that's why I said that it's all a matter of uh, resources. And I think when you we were speaking to the the victims over there, some of them pose the question, uh, where are they moving them to? If the place is uh, available, that is fine. In fact, based on a, uh, a recent study uh, we did from my center and together with the Technical University of Munich in Germany, especially focusing on the door catchment area, it was the same thing that came up because it turned out that the place is heavily congested and uh, uh, many of the flat areas have been occupied. And uh, we we attempted to uh, design what we call a large retention retention basin, which is one of the recommendations by the European uh, Community for Environment and Water that when it comes to such situations, you need to adopt what we call the integrated river basin approach, which might also include retention basin. And we found out that uh, in terms of location, where to locate the retention basin, it was very difficult because the whole area was, uh, populated. And as you are asking, one of the suggestions will be uh, to to decongest the place or move the people. But the question was, where, where are you going to move them to? And so if government uh, has the means to be able to find a place for them, I think that will also be a very good solution. But that should not be alone. Once they, there's this con- decongesting, we must make sure that we are now going back to a very systematic approach of the way we develop our uh uh, uh, settlements include including range engineering but then if we <sighs> condesc- uh, allow the status quo to remain then i'm afraid uh, we are not doing anything how about uh, p- policy measures um, what, what should
0: we be possibly looking at because because um For instance, we know of the Garry Project, there are some, I mean, hurdles to that, particularly around the uh, same area where you conducted the research, densely populated area, and so even the construction of the new drains are not moving as as smooth as everyone would, would have wanted it to go. So what more policy measures will be very much necessary at this point in changing the narrative and trying to put a stop to all of these?
9: Yeah, uh, uh, it's interesting you mention uh, policy because one, one will say uh, Ghana is a country that is quick to uh, going to policies, and, and then when it comes to the implementation, it becomes an, an issue. But I, I, I would say that, yeah, it's a valid question. One area that I also uh, insist on is the issue of uh, what is the policy guiding uh, community involvement in uh, flood uh, resilience so for instance uh, when it comes to community issues how far can communities go to mobilize themselves in terms of perhaps uh, 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 putting up a small drain in their community or diverting a particular uh, a stream that is causing problems in their area or what should be, what should happen if they have to uh, come together to want to develop a flood risk uh, map for their community and all those things? These are uh, things which help to emanate from policy issues to guide them so that they see what their roles are in this uh, perspective. And that's what I've said earlier, that uh, our narration and discussion when it comes to flood is always about uh, putting up uh, infrastructure to, to prevent flooding and also deserting. That is where the conversations always goes, goes around. But then there's the need now, as you are saying, for us to begin to look at how the policy will... We tend to focus on what uh, communities can do to help themselves, and of course, uh, they will always, always uh, also welcome government support. And, and speaking
0: about personal responsibility as well, um, what can we do in that in that regard? Because some are helpless based on the community, and I mean the the area, geographic area within which they find themselves. But if you're still prone to the flooding, what else could you do at your personal level to, to ensure safety? First of all, at least that's the ultimate aim. Uh,
9: that's uh, I think that's why I said where we are gotten into now. Uh, you know, communities will first need to accept that uh, once uh, government is doing its part, and it's still very difficult for us to to solve the problem. You also have a very big role to. And so if, uh, uh, for instance, uh, you live in an area where uh, flooding is an issue because people put uh, refuse into the drains, it has to be a community effort where those things can be stopped. And so the first thing that one would expect would be a kind of community forum for people to engage themselves and begin to understand that where we have gotten to flooding is not an individual affair anymore, but it affects all of us and we all need to play a personal role in it. And then from there, if they need some technical support, then that is where they can channel their uh, approach to government to come and also help in that uh, perspective. I think when you spoke to one of the ladies, uh, she said uh, now when flooding is approaching, she has to some some of the things uh, at the higher level, and uh, that is uh, part of the resilience approach, which is going to what we call adaptation. And it is something that uh, people have been doing it on their individual basis, but collectively, they need to share knowledge amongst themselves so that they can all come together and understand that when there's going to be a flooding, this is the way we have to approach things in a common way. And another important thing that we need to be looking at is The issue of uh, uh, response and recovery. So you can see that these people are very helpless, and they are asking where, where, where should we go to? We need to begin to look at this issue of living with water, and begin to earmark areas which we can call evacuation centers, so that people are taken to a kind of rehearsal them to know that when situations are just like this are happening, this is where we are all supposed to uh, to converge. And I think uh, this is the time that maybe uh, assemblymen in the areas ma- must also uh, be empowered to be able to play a very key role in uh, uh, in, in the question that you, you just asked. And, then, and in ending, what I would say that based on a study that we did in Kumasi, which maybe I, I want to translate to Accra, where the findings were suggesting that uh, uh, MPs and uh, chiefs and then assemblymen uh, have an, uh, an important role to play in this problem that we are facing. Uh, uh, I think uh, it, it's, uh, although the study was done in uh, Accra, it has a reflection across the country. And uh, it's, it's, it's important I hear that uh, Parliament is uh, calling the Minister for Works and Housing to come to uh, uh, Parliament to answer questions. But I'm also saying that it's time for the MPs move into their communities and, and share uh, knowledge of the uh, assemblymen and the chiefs or people who oversee the area to see how they can mobilize the community and also mobilize this to bring the communities on board so that we can all begin to speak the common language when it comes to flood resilience because flood risk management alone will not help us
0: Devon, thank you for spending some time with us here on the polls let's head to the english I'm from uh, Area where residents have been cut off from the rest of the Namhsal municipality due to heavy rains, which uh, started yesterday. The road network leading to the community has been submerged. Maxwell Agwaba is our man on the ground. Uh, joins us uh, with more on this. Maxwell, where are you now, and what's been the level of devastation going on there? Uh, well, we'll get to Maxwell for you. But earlier he's been uh, to the community and comes through with this report.
11: is the main road that connects Peace Town uh, to the capital and other adjoining uh, communities. Life here has come to complete halt because the main road here has been rendered impassable. Many workers and school children are unable to go to school and their various workplaces because they simply cannot cross. We have been off, And these men who you see here did not go to work today. Some of them who are taxi drivers here in this community are unable to cross to the other side. Behind me is a stream that overflowed in banks and displaced many from their homes. A resident, Samuel Obina, who has been telling me how they managed to rescue 10 children, he says that for the time intervention of some lifeguards who are on standby, they would have died.
7: I was inside and I saw people shouting, screaming and say, oh, let me come out. Even me, I wanted to go and buy something. I was, I was okay. I saw them screaming and I said, oh, wow. Then I, I went there to help them and I saw people going, coming out from their houses and they want to rescue people. So we gathered boys and also helped them to rescue some of the kids, like 10 kids. And doing that rescue, I saw a certain woman and a two, two kids. Uh, drowning like coming come, coming from uh, they, are, they are in the water coming. so today i had that they, they were rescued at this place mm. so i say okay then fine but people were calling me oh, how was it how was it i was thinking maybe the the, the water sent them away mm. but today i had that had that uh,
12: yeah,
11: they are fine so hundreds of residents are not willing to risk it through this flat water many of them who have no choice are compelled to wait through it i've been speaking to a man who had to carry his sick son behind him to the hospital he says government should fix the challenge here okay this is your child my child he's sick he's sick okay so t-
13: t- tell us a bit about
8: that uh, because you know this morning before you are going yeah before mm. before i can go i go there say in body feel where where mm. the check coming so my son is sick so that's why i go to him Okay. But mm. like you didn't get any
11: car to get him to cross? No,
8: no, no, no car. No, mm. no car. So that's why we had to yeah, carry him in the hospital.
11: Okay. Mm. All of the taxi drivers in this community who ply these routes to Peace Town and its adjoining communities are idle today. There's no work to be done. I've been speaking to Seth Obain who is one of them. He's frustrated about the situation. Yeah.
7: Uh, but uh, this is where we live for some time now. But yesterday, what happened was terrible, you know. And we couldn't even... To cross the river, itself. it's not easy for us. Yesterday around 9pm, it was terrible. People were coming from work and they couldn't problem like yesterday. So we want our MP to come to the area, uh, to come and visit us. Since these problems happened, we haven't seen the MP around. Especially the M- uh, MC. Even if we don't know him. He have to come, I mean... Uh, 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 take care of the situation so that we know that we have elders uh, 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 somewhere. But there's nothing of sort going on. So please, we are pleading to the authority to come and visit us to solve the problem.
0: Well, the Speaker of Parliament, alban kiesel has directed Finance Minister Ken Vareta and his colleague Minister, and Minister Francis Esenzo-Wachi, to appear before the House and brief MPs on preparedness to prevent flooding with the onset of the rains in camps after Minority Chief Whip uh, governs Kwame Abuja delivered a statement on the floor calling for an urgent action after yesterday's downpour uh, which left most communities flooded.
12: Out of the, the downpour yesterday, um, areas specifically Botiano english I'm from constituency which belongs to one of our colleagues got heavily uh, flooded, Mr. Speaker. And as a result, the news reports suggest that uh, a lady and two of his uh, her kids are currently missing since yesterday. Uh, I take the opportunity to commend the uh, agencies still working to hopefully find them alive. Uh, we are also aware that some people are injured and uh, lots of properties have been uh, damaged. Mr. Speaker. Uh, we want to take the opportunity to commensurate with our colleagues, uh, Honourable uh, Slaetete, uh, who is a Member of Parliament from that area. I suspect he's within the area now trying to do whatever he can do as a Member of Parliament to help his uh, people. Uh, we also understand that areas like parts of Ufancore and Ashalaja, some areas have been cut off completely out of the, because of the uh, flooding. And Mr. Speaker, the rains have just started. The dam, the dam is yet even to be to be skilled and this calls for this house to uh, probably call upon our respected colleague, the minister uh, responsible for works and housing, to apprise the house as to what steps he is taking uh, to avert further damage and loss.
0: A member of the and Committee, Andrew Derry, uh, has uh, blamed the recurring flood situation on the sector minister, who he accused of failing
1: to live up to his responsibility. It's huge. And uh, you and I know the problem of uh, Ghana, especially Accra. Uh, you see, for the flooding in Accra, we know it's perennial. It's something that happens almost every year, um, but as a people, I don't think we are investing enough to prevent it. I know there are people who deliberately cause uh, some of these activities: those who build on waterways, uh, those who throw uh, their uh, waste products in uh, gutters, uh, those who construct even. Uh, Rose to their houses they block some of the waterways but I think as a people we should have lost that work it's just because we do not implement our laws we all know that every year as a ministry we need to drain the. I mean to, to, to dredge uh, the drains especially the other but for some time now they would mention to us they have done the dredging, yet you go there and you don't see any activity going on. This appalling is about the way the ministers talk. And that is why we think that the minister should come and answer some questions. We are aware that before Akufado became the president, he spoke so much about how he was going to handle issues in Ghana. When he became the president, he told us uh, he was going to make Accra the Cleaner City within two years. But the situation has worsened under his watch. If he was doing the job well, he wouldn't have been here today talking about it. It tells you that he's not doing the job well. You see, the person that this has affected, the the member of parliament, he happens to be one of their members of parliament, a very vocal person. I know if it was someone else, that member of parliament would have been here talking. We should have been here making a lot of comments and other
0: Well, Speaker of Parliament, Alvin Bagwe, uh, who was furious about the situation, Director of the Finance and Working and Minister, uh, to come before Parliament by next week to was furious about the situation, Director of the Finance and Working Houses Minister. Uh, To
14: come before parliament by next week, too, is the currency market rather is already witnessing some significant stability. Currently, the city is selling at 11 cities, 90 pesos to the dollar at various Forex bureaus. Vice President of the Association, Dr. Alice Akabli, is hopeful a successful IMF deal will show up the value of the city.
9: The economy has been mostly driven by you know speculation, okay, which
15: for me is very sad. Okay, because speculation can be positive or negative. You understand? Yeah. But uh, if, the reality, if the reality
16: happens, there is no doubt that, uh, you know... the. Re- and the instructions are to the effect that the minister is for us to pass the Budget Act. Why should they be desilting We should construct structures in such a way that there are no open uh, gutters. We should. The way we are looking at housing as if it's a private venture is wrong. The house you build is not for you. It's for the community. People come in at any time and sleep with you. And so the society has a role, led by the state, to provide shelter over the heads of people. That is a serious priority. Because after air, water, food, the next thing is what? Shelter. Shelter. But we never spend a lot of money on useless things.
0: And thanks for staying with us here on the Polls on the Journey channel. We'll be right back.
13: You will enjoy free life insurance, oh. free debit card, save while you spend, and an amazing chance to double Shh. your salary. A hundred and even more consolation rewards in the Echo Bank Double Salary Promo Reloaded. The
15: room. Salary
17: Account sounds interesting. What do you think? Uh, uh, uh,
8: but maybe next time, Charlie. You know what? I will go shine and shoot.
13: Yo, myself. I gotta go check my baby we up, never go down And we stay fly hey, Most who be billed, <laughs> Open an Echo Bank salary account today For a lifetime of benefits You also stand a chance to win more than double your salary In the Echo Bank double salary promo reloaded From now till July 31st Terms and oh conditions boy, apply boy, And it's life regardless oh, yeah. yeah. under the
15: supervision yeah. of the National Lottery's yeah. Authority yeah. Under the is <laughs> smile, hm? Look lively, okay?
13: Smile, smile.
8: Is the money too small? A bad stomach ruins your day. Don't let it. Take gastrone, your most effective antacid, for the relief of symptoms of peptic ulcer, heartburn, gas pain, flatulence, and indigestion.
5: Hey, guys, what are you waiting for? Let's go, let's go.
8: Can you bring down their smiles more? (laughs) Gastron, effective relief from stomach discomfort. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been better and approved by the FDA.
5: Chef is back! A new edition with a new twist, new recipes, a new style, new delicious plates, and new critics. This is Big Chef Tertiery. It's a battle of Ghana's tertiary schools with the best chefs with the sharpest nine. Make a date Sunday, 25th of June, 2023, at 5 p.m. as we outstall the schools representing your region at the launch of the mating edition of Big Chef Tertiery. Clear and thrilling podcast and live shows. Download and listen to us on Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, My Joy Online, Amazon services like Echo, Amazon Music, and Audible, Stitcher, Adobe Online, Overcast, and Pandora. Take note of everything. Sign up for the multimedia digital platforms now to stay updated. Are you dreaming of a place to call home? A space that embraces your lifestyle, reflects your taste and brings you joy? Look no further because the Joy News Habitat Fair is here. Join us for an extraordinary event that celebrates affordability, comfort and luxury in the housing and construction industry in Ghana. This year, the Joy News Habitat Fair is bringing together the leading players in the housing and construction industry, all under one roof.
6: With a wide range of exhibitors, including developers, architects, interior designers and financiers, the Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair has everything you need to turn your vision into a reality. Be part of the 14th edition of the EcoBank Join News Habitat Fair, powered by the Planned City Extension Project from Cities and habitats. For further inquiries, please call 0540-110389.
2: We've told their stories. It's now time to celebrate and honor their selflessness. It's a moment of recognition and giving these personalities the platform to expand their impact and promote development. They are the finalists of the Joy News Impact Makers Awards. Who among our extraordinary 10 nominees will earn the envious title of the Joy News. And now a special motorcycle weather report from Progressive. Well, today you can expect lots of cloud cover with 0% chance of raining on your parade because you'll be riding your motorcycle vroom vroom. That rumbling low-pressure system beneath you should give way to a relaxing commute and a sudden urge to take the scenic route everywhere you go because, Dag nabbit, you're having fun out there. That's your forecast back to you. This has been a special motorcycle weather report from Progressive, where every day's a beautiful day to ride with coverage from America's number one motorcycle insurer. Get a quote today and see what you could save.
1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates.
2: Oko. Ellen White or Jefferson Agbotro, Ahmad Mohammed, Ilya Subaba, Isaka Anet. The prior
15: actions, for example, the tax measures, the expenditure measures, you know, um, besides the debt exchange,
2: you know. Make a date with us at 6 p.m. on the 23rd of June, 2023, live on your most authoritative and credible news portal, the Joy News Channel, for the live telecastra ordinary thing.
5: Are you dreaming of a place to call home, a space that embraces your lifestyle, reflects your taste and brings you joy? Look no further because the Joy News Habitat Fair is here. Join us for an extraordinary event that celebrates affordability, comfort and luxury in the housing and construction industry in Ghana. This year, the Joy News Habitat Fair is bringing together the leading players in the housing and construction industry all under one roof.
6: With a wide range of exhibitors including developers, architects, interior designers and financiers, the ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair has everything you need to turn your vision into a reality. Be part of the 14th edition of the Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair, powered by the Planned City Extension Project from Cities and habitats. For further inquiries, please call 0540-110389.
2: We've told their stories. It's now time to celebrate and honor their selflessness. It's a moment of recognition and giving these personalities the platform to expand their impact and promote development. They are the finalists of the Joy News Impact Makers Awards Who among our Extraordinary 10 nominees Will earn the envious title of the Joy News Impact Maker of the Year Isaac Ajaoto Richard Oko Ellen White Or Jefferson Agbotro Ahmad Mohammed, Ilya Subaba Isaka Anesi Jajira Portia Klu. Or Joy Okra There are also Father Moses Awenonja And John Akaribo Make a date with us at 6 p.m. on the 23rd of June, 2023, live on your most authoritative and credible news portal, the Joy News Channel, for the live telecast and celebration of the Impact Makers of the Year. The Joy News Impact Makers Awards, celebrating ordinary people doing extraordinary things in their communities.
5: Good morning, welcome to Join News Desk. My name is Aisha Vine. Let me tell you, there's not a small job at all. What can you report from the Fana community?
16: We
7: are still sounding the alarm for people who are hiding to know that help has come.
5: The board is supposed to be meeting this morning to deliberate on this nominee. Yes,
7: this problem has been recurring over
5: time. The people have invested their the
6: fruits of their excellence, and you want to. Throw it away because you think you can.
5: No, you, it's not lawful for him to do it, period.
6: What's the basis that these uh, financial assurances will be giving later today?
5: If you follow
18: what has transpired over the week, we got the information when the president addressed uh, the May Day celebration indicating that China is going to come on board.
0: Starting this soon on Joy News, we connect you to the rest of the continent on Connect Africa with me, Blessed sugar The issue about loss and damage reparations. Uh, how is the West receiving such a call from, especially African loss and damage reparations? Uh, how is the West receiving such a call from, especially? You know, uh, have month or you know, uh, reduce it by you know, two percent Africa with news analysis interviews and conversations from the rest of the continent if you look at successful opinion polls
7: right. it seems to be leading but so the question is.
5: Builders of his house and sellers of his cars give him a percentage for every contract he brings. My opponent sits here in terms against the motion for once having for making money legally. Wrong. Hey. The biggest debate competition in Ghana is bad. Which side do you represent? For or against the motion? Stay glued to your superstation Love 99.5 FM, Joy Learning and Joy Prime as we bring to you the biggest stage where schools in Ashanti show their prowess through debate. Rally behind your alma mater to glory as gallant young men and women from the various senior high schools in Ashanti elucidate their stance on matters of national interest.
8: Venue as the Christian Service University College.
5: Cut is live on Love 99.5 FM on Facebook at Love 99.5 FM, Joy Learning and Joy Prime 2 PM each day. The Love High Schools debate, trumpeting the voice of young ones on issues of national interest. This event is brought to you by your superstation, Love 99.5 FM, the Ashanti Regional SRC and the Regional Directorate of Ghana Education Service Ashanti and CHAS.
8: This program is in partnership with Pepsident. Rasta Choco Molds from Twillium Industries, Christian Service University College, Jackson Educational Complex, Cowbell, Madame Catherine, Freital and Fortune Rise from Wilma, and sponsored by Zest Consult, Pidato Company Limited, CBS Industries, Top Choco, Ultimate Fashions, Flora Tissues, supported by
5: Is back a new edition with a new twist, new recipes, a new style, new delicious plates, and new critics. This is Big Chef Tertiary. It's a battle of Ghana's tertiary schools with the best chefs with the sharpest nine. Make a date Sunday, 25th of June 2023, at 5 p.m. As we outstall the schools representing your region at the launch of the mating edition of Big Chef Tertiery. <laughs>
0: Seeing an increased use of artificial intelligence, well, it's uh, taking centre stage in many fields of endeavour. In sports, Uh, many of the uh, lesser known sports are beginning to adopt and use artificial intelligence uh, for uh, fast-tracking their activities. Even in the media space, we're seeing the uh, use of artificial intelligence raising questions about the future of the technology and its likely impact on everyday life.
16: Uh, Let's bring in. A podiatrist will tell you about your feet. A physical therapist will analyze your gait. A psychologist will help you manage your anxiety. But what if your walk affects your hip alignment and the loss of movement affects your mental health? The body is connected in unseen ways. That's why our doctors work together to care for all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all
13: that is you. Learn more
16: at kp.org.
13: Kaiser Foundation Health Plan of the Mid-Atlantic States Incorporated, 2101 East Jefferson Street, Rockville, Maryland, 20852.
2: And now, a special motorcycle weather report from Progressive. Well, today you can expect lots of cloud cover with 0% chance of raining on your parade because you'll be riding your motorcycle vroom vroom. That rumbling low-pressure system beneath you should give way to a relaxing commute and a sudden urge to take the scenic route everywhere you go because, dang, Nabbit, you're having fun out there. Add your forecast back to you. This has been a special motorcycle weather report from Progressive, where every day is a beautiful day to ride with coverage from America's number one motorcycle insurer. Get a quote today and see what you could save.
1: Progressive Casualty Insurance
13: Company and Affiliates
0: of individuals helping us uh, to discuss and to look at the impact of ai uh, on our daily lives joining us now is uh, Zhaoming jai he's the uh, he's with the department of mathematics uh, science and social uh, studies um, education that's uh, for mary frances early college of education university of georgia we have uh, richard nunec who's the managing uh, partner for uh, Sustainability attorney. Uh, he is a lawyer and uh, also expert in fintech and artificial intelligence and machine learning. Dr. Richard Aqua Coleman is a lecturer, industrial and organization, organizational uh, psychologist. And we have uh, Professor Mahmed Gounou, who is the dean of faculty, the University of uh, Development Studies. Matthew Nyaba is the is a doctoral student for the Department of Educational um, Theory and Practice, University of Georgia, USA, and Noble uh, Selom Jer is the Deputy Programs Manager uh, for Teacher Education General. Let me start off with you, Xiaoming, uh, Ziai. Um, for those who may not be conversant with the technology itself, what can you say about artificial intelligence?
10: Well, thank you so much for the question. I think, uh, uh, artificial intelligence has great potential to transform education uh, including other um, domains in our life I think uh, if we look at uh, our everyday life um, from like purchasing uh, from Amazon or search on Google and everywhere right artificial intelligence is transforming uh, our life from the educational perspective uh, we are using artificial intelligence to provide a customized the uh, uh, learning opportunity for all students. We're trying to use AI, including machine learning to provide a timely feedback for students' learning. So I, from my perspective and uh, in my research, I find, I think uh, artificial intelligence holds a uh, strong um, promise. And uh, I really feel very excited living in this era, like uh, era uh, artificial intelligence is available uh, in our life.
0: Uh, and Thank you. and some fields are beginning to adopt artificial intelligence uh, of course we we know of uh, the sporting industry and not just sports but even when it comes to radio and TV broadcasts, for instance, some of these technologies are being um, used uh, elsewhere. Uh, there's a concern about jobs and job security should that should that be a worry for many uh,
10: from my perspective uh, I I really um, don't um, think that's going to be a, a a real worry. But I think in the history, um, so whenever new technology um, you know created and and, the, uh, and there always be worries about whether technology can substitute humans' work. But I think we uh, from all um, the history we learn that technology always make great contribution to our life. And I also want to highlight is technology itself is not good or bad, right? It really depends on how humans use technology. Technology itself is morally neutral. And uh, I think it's, it's very critical like for us to start to think about uh, how can we make use of technology so that every people can benefit from uh, technology. In the educational field, a lot of people were thinking well, if, tech, if AI is going to be used in the classroom, whether artificial intelligence will substitute teacher's job. Um, I think that artificial intelligence can serve as a really good partner, and intelligent partner for teachers. But many critical uh, decision has to be uh, made by teachers so that the students can benefit from the technology. And uh, I haven't seen. thing. The possibility that uh, artificial intelligence will, like, uh, substitute teachers or create some uh, risk or crisis for a teachers' job. Uh, I think the same thing, thing might also happen in other areas. I think it's critical for us to think about how can we prepare our future uh, citizen and our future, uh, you know, um, uh, citizen, so that they can be successful in their. Um, the, the new uh, position they are going to face where artificial intelligence will be available for them, right? But I think artificial intelligence can make their job easier uh, and maybe, uh, you know, uh, as, as educators we have to uh, reflect what kind of competence we need to prepare uh, our students so that they can be successful in the future. Thank you. Uh, so what would you say would be the
0: impact on the education sector?
10: Uh, well, I think um, um, right now there's a lot of discussion about the potential impact uh, of, uh, to education, right? Um, first of all, I think we have to think about the educational goals. Uh, what impact uh, artificial intelligence uh, towards the educational goals is the first thing we need to reflect. Because education serves our society by preparing future uh, workforce, right? um if if uh, technology uh, like artificial intelligence will be available in the in the future then which means like uh, for some uh, students right uh, they, they probably uh, will not need uh, rely on some will not rely on some like basic skills to be successful in the future and many people um, previously you know for some job they might not qualified to do the job but in the future with the help of artificial intelligence they might be qualified for that kind of job right at the same time we need to uh, think about what's the critical competent competence that will be essential for students to be successful in their future in that sense i think we need to adjust the educational rules uh, in uh, from from ours i think uh, right now there, a lot of researchers, they started to think and, uh, and publish some papers and discuss about the, uh, this aspect. Uh, another very important aspect is about, like, uh, if we uh, revise our educational goals, then how are we going to approach our educational goals? Like, what kind of materials we're going to develop, a curriculum materials we need to prepare for students? Um, and uh, what kind of content they need to learn? And also, like how, uh, what kind of pedagogy we're going to uh, use to prepare students and uh, also prepare our future teacher, right, so that they can be successful in the classroom. Um, uh, in all, I think um, the impact can be uh, huge. So we need to, uh, I, I don't think the impact has already taken effect right away, but I think we need to prepare really well so that we. Uh, can uh, meet any challenge brought by the artificial intelligence to education. Mm. Uh, let
0: me bring in Richard Nupino. Um You've been listening uh, to him, the, the point about the uh, his side of the view in terms of the impact on jobs. What, what do you also have to say about the fear uh, for the mass massive loss of jobs if, if we are to adopt um, AI?
14: Thank you. Uh, thank you to your uh, Viewers and listeners, I think that the understanding of the concept of AI will be important in understanding whether its effect will be on job losses or creating new jobs. Because basically what AI is supposed to help us do is supposed to enable humans to perform the tasks we're to do more effectively and more efficiently. Because as part of our creation, God has given us natural talent, and we are endowed to think, imagine, and to act. And in that process over the period, we've been able to more or less generate a lot of data that at every point in time, if as humans we want to go through that data ourselves to be able to make the next best decisions, it is becoming difficult. So computers have come in play to ensure that as much as possible, we are able to effectively mine or more or less go through all that data that we have over time and, and provide the predictive best results that are close to if I was thinking as a human and performing that tax. So if you situate that within the job market, you observe that what it requires now is for us to acquire new skills because ultimately AI and these technologies and whatever we develop along is its, its, its path will not by themselves be able to, to do the job. Human beings must still have to input whatever outcomes AIs are going to give us. So it means that we have to now begin to develop new skills. We need to begin to reorient our approach to work and also be ready for the next phase of the job market. So if, for instance, today you do not have a computer skills and you are not able to understand how to use computers, how to use laptops, tablets, and whatever, there is, it means that tomorrow there will be jobs that will be available for persons who know how to use computers. So you who have not prepared yourself for that tomorrow will be out of the job market. It is not because AI has come into play. It is because you are not ready to be able to participate in the new opportunities that AI is creating. So for us as human beings who are responding to this new innovation, we must begin to ask ourselves how prepared are we or what initiatives are we taking to be able to situate Ourselves for the new jobs that are being created with technology,
0: and Dr. Coleman, the issue about integrating that into our curriculum at least, so that the future generation can get you used to the technology, and before mainstreaming, can can we achieve that? Dr. on. we're having some challenges hearing you. If you could just uh, unmute for us so we can hear the point you're making.
7: So, like I was saying, it, it depends on the strategies we are going to put in place to really ensure that uh, this is really done. Because artificial intelligence, if you look at the industry, it's just become, it's just growing. A lot of investments are going into it. So it has come to stay. And so we just have to find a way to embrace it. You know that in our part of the world, job opportunities, the job market is, 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 is very limited compared to other places. And, and that is why perhaps the anxiety, the fear about losing jobs, the automation, that is where perhaps it is coming from. And one of the things that, um, from a psychological point of view, um, it has to be mentioned is that we have, these are machines or computer programs that are performing things that hitherto to human beings as opposed to require you know, human intellect to do so and now computers or machines are really taking over. Now, when we often, there are certain basic skills in terms of cognitive abilities like memory recall, problem solving, and what have you, that we often do with our mind, with our brains, and all that. Normally when people overly rely on machines and computers to do things for them, it also decreases this aspect of our basic cognitive ability in terms of our memory recall and our problem solving and all that. And so, especially within the secondary school or the learning, the, the educational system, I I expect that some kind of regulation will be put in place. For example, students who are using AI, which, what is the mindset? What is the act for using it? Or well, I'm going to use this thing to do this for me, rather than I'm going to use this as a tool to help me to do this. Once we begin to interpret or see this, there is more as as some as a tool, rather right? than something that. Has to, is going to substitute maybe our 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 problem-solving ability or memory recall, then it becomes an issue in the long run to the extent that now certain basic functions that we are supposed to perform with our own minds and brain becomes an issue. And while we are not able to do that, it also goes a long way to affect our own self-confidence or our self-esteem because now without the access of this, if there is light of and i to do something because there's no light for you to now access your computer. And that in itself can also um, have a toll on your self confidence or self esteem. So if it could easily be regulated in a way that students that are using this, they will see it as a tool that will support or help them, but not to replace their own human abilities. And that, that for me would be very great.
0: Uh, Gunnar, your take on this?
11: Thank you very much for the opportunity.
7: I want to look at it in the context of education delivery in Ghana. And what I want to mention is that AI is now the new wind blowing globally. And the point is, there's nothing we can do than to prepare ourselves for the opportunities and the challenges associated with that. And I'm happy that we have started this conversation. Globally,
2: the new Chevy Silverado HD puts you in command. Own Strength with its enhanced available Duramax 6.6 liter turbo diesel V8, Own the Lake with its available advanced towing technology, and Own Technology with an available 13.4 inch diagonal touchscreen. The new Chevy Silverado HD. Own work, own play, own life. Learn more at Chevy.com. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Policies that can support its usage in our schools. Thank
0: you. You're a student, and so you've been interacting with your colleagues on this technology. Do, Do you feel that people in your age bracket are beginning to accept and Uh, incorporates the use of AI in their daily lives?
13: The reality is
7: we must be willing to be part of this global agenda, whether we like it or not. And that is why I mentioned earlier that it is important this conversation is started. In my university, the Centre for Educational Leadership and Innovation is prepared to work with colleagues in various universities to have a national dialogue on this important issue. Mm. (laughs) So I want to mention that it won't take time. We would be extending an invitation to colleagues in sister universities to join university for development, that is a centre for education, leadership and innovation. Okay. I, I was asking Matthew. This, uh, yes,
0: yeah, I, I was asking Matthew about. I mean, since he's a student, uh, the experience and, of course, the interaction with with colleagues on campus. Uh, Matthew, if you can just feed into the the conversation that uh, Prof was raising earlier.
15: No, thank you very much, and blessed. And then uh, I would also want to thank you for the for this initiative and then the or um, other organizers, and then also our viewers. Um, as a student, uh, I've been working with Dr. Shai on the different message on AI, and then the happenings. The happiness. <laughs> students, uh, I've been working with Dr. Shai on the different message on AI, and then the, the happenings. It's a refreshing news, and it's... Uh... Uh, I would say AI has come to stay, and then it has come to help but it all depends on how we are going to use it, how we are going to put regulations. So I also, I said, you need to, got to know that some people use um, AI in answering their um, assessment uh, items. You call the student and the student, the, the, the response the student gave was something that you cannot penalize the student. The student said that I used a machine, I didn't plagiarize, I didn't plagiarize. So in this way, Uh, What, what, what can you do? So you know, it becomes a challenge on educators, it becomes a challenge on policymakers. So now we think about how can we assess our educational outcomes. And for me, I have taught in Ghana for some time now, and also being a student, knowing what is happening, students are using it. I had opportunity to interact with some students even in Ghana, and some of them are using it. Within them, they know that oh, whatever they are doing, and that is not the right thing but they are enjoying it. How can we capitalize on it and use it to help them to learn? We have had a lot of students who suffer in learning even second language. AI has come to support the system. So for me, I am, I am thinking we shouldn't see it as an enemy. Let us embrace it. Let us help students to rather know how to use it, guide them, and assist them. And then another uh, thing that I want to talk about is uh, Ghana education system, uh, how we uh, maybe implement our teaching and assessment. AI has come as a game changer. The Ganshari wrote a paper on AI as a game changer. And I think it is more pertinent to us as a developing country. So as a game changer, because the way and manner we teach and assess our students has not been the best so far. If you can go back to educational reforms, all the factors that necessitate educational reforms has been on the fact that we overemphasize on content-based knowledge, cognitive skills development. You know, Dr. Coleman mentioned something, it's very important, it is true, we want critical thinking. But our education system, even the new curriculum, when you go back to it, they, they, we have um, six core competences that guides it. And they were the hopes that students can acquire these competences, and these competences will help them to meet the demands of the industrial world and events develop the country. But you know, we have something we call dominant teaching and assessment. Teachers who still teach the way they, 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 they have been teaching, reduce these competences back to content-based And that has been our issue. So I see it as a game changer, a changer if and only if we are able to capitalize on the positive and then to get a positive effect. It is going to be a game changer if and only if we remain and keep on crumbling of the effect and then the negative, then it will continue to harm us in a negative way. So a game changer, we have three, finally I want to touch on this, we have three domains in education, psychologically, we have the affective domain, we have the cognitive domain, and we have the psychomotor de- domain. And in, in education, that's the main. In education, when you're teaching, you're supposed to promote all these three domains. And it's believed that these domains will gear towards educational outcomes and then, in effect, develop the country. But then, in our education system, it has always been cognitive domain, cognitive domain. Where do, how do we uh, teach uh, the affective and assess the cognitive d- domains. So now that AI has come and is going to supplement, if we embrace it, it will supplement the cognitive domain aspect. But the current research we conducted proved that AI is able to unlock um, higher order thinking uh, um, abilities and then the cognitive loops. So it is going to supplement this aspect and give way, pave way for teachers, educators, and policymakers. To find out how we can now implement the psychomotor domain aspect and then the effective domain aspect, which we need. We need in Ghana, we need it for our development. The industrial world needs skill um personnel. We need that. So, in, in 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 my view, students are using it at the moment, and what we have to do is that we embrace it, know how we can help students in a positive way so that they can use it to benefit themselves. It's not about who is using it and who should we assessed and left behind. It's about we want them to acquire it. Now, through AI, I can go to China, if, though I'm not a Chinese, but as I can use AI tools to communicate with somebody in Chinese. So if we want to focus on the liberal education of arithmetic, um, reading, writing, and keep on saying, that oh, it's going to affect us, it's going to affect us because that is what we have been teaching. But if we now, it's not going to help us to change how we teach and how we assess our students, which it's already enshrined in the curriculum and we are not doing it. So now we will now be thinking of how do we assess them? Do we want to assess them on product-based? Do we want to assess them on um, uh, 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 um, uh, performance-based? Or we still want to assess them on content-based? So, uh, blessed if you should ask me, that will be the uh, about AI, but um, I hope that educators will embrace it. We shouldn't see it as something that is
7: coming to harm us. Thank you. Noel? Yeah, I thank you very much. I'm blessed for the opportunity um, and a very good evening to um, listeners and viewers. Um, I think uh, we, the panelists have highlighted uh, enough on the potential of AI and then what it can do. But I would like to just uh, take it from the perspective of now that AI is here, what do we do? Uh, we talk about the potential it has for education. What are the gaps that are there? Uh, and I think that despite we having the conversations about policies and curriculum, um, those are very long-term processes. And we, we in Ghana, actually know what the challenges are with uh, you know trying to shift um, with a new system that is existing. So, for the interim, in my in my experience, what I would suggest is that. Um, Just like uh, stakeholders um, always provide interventions to support education, the very first point of uh, supporting AI integration in education has to do with professional development for teachers. Now, like I always say, teachers are like the wheels of a vehicle. uh, Without them, if they are not moving, then the policies are not going to be implemented and education is not going to be impacted in any way. Um, And I also agree with Matthew when he says that uh, we need to look at the way we assess students and the way we design learning experiences for our learners. So if you look at the training that uh, we normally receive in Ghana uh, from our school system, it's more of uh, ability to remember, ability to understand and at best um, apply. I think with AI, more of these uh, issues having to do with memorizing lots of content, trying to record the content, and trying to just do simple um, literacy and numeracy assessments, it's not going to help. And so with the AI coming in, no, more of the issues that have to do with recall of content and all that is going to already be done by the AI. And that is why, because the questions that teachers said is based on recall of this content, most of the students are falling back on the use of AI to get answers to questions. So I think this is a, in a way going to help education in Ghana, because then if teachers are going to want to um, put out credible assessment, they have to focus on um, questions or projects that um, will cause students to create uh, projects things that you have to uh, analyze, the understanding of the content to be able to create those solutions. So I think that the um, teacher educators, teachers, anybody who has to do with education who is having a key role to play in learning should be looking at how they are redesigning their assessments for learners to be engaged in higher learning. Now uh, I think it's also uh, the role of key stakeholders. Um, um, Last month or two weeks ago, the Teacher Education Journal in partnership with the the College of Education and then the UDS organised a forum for teachers. Now, two things we observed in that uh, engagement was that teachers were curious about the technology, and so from their engagement with us, you also understand that they have limited knowledge. So those are the two things. The good news is that they are curious about it; they are interested in the technology. So then, what we need to do as uh, education stakeholders, what we need to do as experts in AI, is to provide more of these opportunities for teachers to engage with one the tools that are available in terms of um, use of AI, um, how they can even check the student's assessment to be sure that, okay, this student is using AI. And so then, of course, we're going to always have the issues of uh, ethics coming in, learners trying to use the AI to solve questions and all that's coming in. But I think it's very crucial, the aspect of providing support for the system, support for the teachers, enough training for the teachers on how to use AI so then we are not left behind in the conversation about how AI should be used. Um, uh, Dr. Coleman Riley said AI is moving at a speed that if we don't take as a developing country we may not be able to catch up so there is not a time for a country like Ghana to maybe try uh, discussing issues of uh, disadvantages of AI I think we need to actually see how well we can actually situate the conversation of AI in the context of Ghana Um, conversations are currently going on about policies to restrict the use of AI and I think it's going to be very difficult for us to focus on that as a country. What we focus on is providing enough uh, training opportunities for teachers, providing enough um, sensitization for students on how they can better use AI to support their learning. And I think with that, we are good to go as a country.
0: Uh, we need to go. Let me hear from each and every one of you uh, on uh, the future uh, and what your personal outlook is. Let me start off with you, Zia, I mean, uh, joining us, of course. Uh, from the Mary Frances Early College of Education. What, what do you see going forward as the future of this technology?
10: Um, uh, thank you so much for your question. I think, under uh, one uh, aspect, I think artificial intelligence provides a great opportunity for us. Um, I think that to move forward, we need also to concern any potential risk or negative aspect of artificial intelligence potentially could bring. Um, to our life, uh, for example, there might be uh, uh, some limitation of uh, artificial intelligence algorithm. And uh, uh, so far, according to our research, we find that uh, any algorithm has limitations. And so we need to educate the users to well are not uh, aware uh, of the limitation of artificial intelligence so that they can use um, the algorithm uh, in their life appropriately and correctly Uh, Otherwise, there might be some risk to generate potential buyers or, um, you know, some negative outcome from, um, you know, artificial intelligence uh, in education. Um, So I think, uh, move forward, what we need to do another aspect is, like, we need to prepare, really prepare uh, future teachers to think about, like, okay, if we're going to change the educational rules and... uh, we're going to teach, change the pedagogy to approach the educational goal. And what kind of uh, um, professional learning we need to provide to our teachers so that they can be successful, right? Teacher always will be the, uh, the, the uh, central rule in classroom. And uh, uh, I uh, from my personal perspective, I really don't think uh, artificial intelligence will substitute teacher. In that sense, like how can we help teacher? to coordinate the relationship between like a teacher themselves, students, and the technology. right? That's going to be a central thing in the educational field, I think, in the future. And we need to put a lot of effort to study so that we can um, better um, benefit uh, the artificial intelligence for our students. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Uh,
14: let's hear from Richard. What's your outlook? Uh, thank you, Bless. For me, I think that technology has been the leveler for, for us as, as community. So either you are in a developed world or in a developing country, technology provides a tool where participants at all levels can, can have the same benefit and are exposed to equal risk. And AI is, 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 is the next level of that opportunity that we must leverage. So my warning is that there's been a growing concern about whether this is the time for us to begin to think about laws that regulate the use of AI. We are not there yet. It's a developing technology. We should focus on its use cases across various industries. Yes, there are concerns about its impact on issues of privacy, data protection, and and issues of theft, uh, issues of exposure of of minors to to harmful content online and all that. But it is not a time for us to begin to think about regulating AI, because that is technology. In itself, it is not relevant. It is how people are using it that, that, that is making the technology very useful. So we must begin to look at policies around the use cases. How are we using AI, for instance, in education? Okay. How are we using it in our finances? How are we using it across food and drugs, across issues of uh, movement of people? So those use cases and how we, we fashion our policies that respond to a very uh, transparent and accountable use of AI should be the goal, but not to be focusing on putting a regulation to, to, to regulate okay. it.
0: Unfortunately, we've been timed out. Uh, thank you, gentlemen, uh, for joining us here on the Joy News Channel. Grateful for your time. You're watching the polls. We'll be right back. Thank you.
5: Are you dreaming of a place to call home? A space that embraces your lifestyle, reflects your taste and brings you joy? Look no further because the Joy News Habitat Fair is here. Join us for an extraordinary event that celebrates affordability, comfort and luxury in the housing and construction industry in Ghana. This year, the Joy News Habitat Fair is bringing together the leading players in the housing and construction industry, all under one roof.
6: With a wide range of exhibitors, including developers, architects, interior designers and financiers, the Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair has everything you need to turn your vision into a reality. Be part of the 14th edition of the Ecobank Joy News Habitat Fair, powered by the Plan City Extension Project from Cities and Habitats. For further inquiries, please call 0540-110389.
0: Thanks for staying with us here on the polls. We're excited to bring you a good news. Advanced travels is 10 years, and we are fortunate to have in studio now general manager of the group, Johnson Niao Chooks, and also marketing manager, Richard Ni O'Doy. They'll be sharing, of course, some juicy offers that they have at their outfits with us. Gentlemen, it's good to have you after talking about AI. This is the the big deal that we need to look at. Indeed. um, So let's talk about your journey so far for many who do not know the story of where it all started from where did this start from yeah
17: okay so as you clearly can uh, surmise from the name Adansi, Adansi is the name of the people who inhabit the a part of the ashanti region specifically abwasi oh, so right. we started from abwasi so rightfully so we thought it perfect to have a name to honor our humble beginnings hence the name Adansi travels when people ask me this question i always tell them it's yeah. It's a story of it's a story of tenacity. It's a story of perseverance. It's a story of determination, and also a story of trying to make a mark and put a trademark in the travel industry. So this is how far we've come from humble beginnings, still humble, going on and hoping to set a pace.
0: any milestones, any changes along the line.
17: Uh, changes along the line. Mm-hmm. Of course, we've moved from our. Uh, original location to accra higher levels you know and one milestone i'll talk about is the fact mm-hmm. that in the height of COVID, of course with all precautions taken we're able to right. sell ghana mm-hmm. in the in, mm-hmm. the in the in the middle east that is specifically dubai yeah. with six over 600 patrons wow yes so that that's that's one milestone we've been able to shock of course the World up we sent supporters there to cheer our black stars mm-hmm. stars on you know, so that's that's our story. So, far. Oh, it's
0: been an exciting journey, uh, I must say. But looking forward into the future, Ni what what do you see looking into the crystal ball? I'm sure you always have something new coming up. Yeah. So, what's there for so,
18: so uh, at our viewers at the, to know? The past years and what mm-hmm. we've been doing, we're yes. looking at the 10 years milestone that we've been able to chalk now, mm-hmm. and uh, we say a dance is a vibe now. So, we want to give the vibe that we feel we've been trying to put together for all these years, and the feeling that we think people are having to do with now. Okay. So for our 10 years, we are saying we want to give you the vibe. And what, everybody will say, what is the vibe? What's the vibe, yes. <laughs> and the vibe is actually we telling you that you've seen so many things that are done, always the way they have to be done, but there's a different way that has been done. We have a fully chartered Emirate flight, which are taking Ghanaians from here to Dubai, so that we are going to have our 10th anniversary well-celebrated in Dubai. Hey, nothing like that. No. <laughs> but you see, the wow, is, this is amazing yeah the secret what's is what's inspiring this okay for over the years we've been always doing dubai mm-hmm. and doing other destinations and the, the truth is we always feel we need to go to a next level mm-hmm. and the next level is anytime we go we have different people joining us to have this fun we thought this time we should have only ghanians moving together to be able to have this fun together. And the truth is we added a legend to it because we want people to know that there is a legendary feel we are giving. And we have the Samini to be part of this uh, special trip that we are going to have. And the truth behind all this that we've put together is to be able to allow our uh, consumers who have been with us for all these years to be also get the good part of Dubai. Mm. And we are not going to do only Dubai, but we have so much that I'm going to put across to so your list, your viewers today.
0: Yeah, well, you have to put me on that list. <laughs> you're, you're, the list. You're, you're already on the list. I
17: mean, it's, we, we, we and there are behind. so many
0: people out there asking, okay, so how, how, do, how do I become a part of this exciting trip?
17: Okay, so for you to become a part of it, just go on our website at mm-hmm. wwwadansi Go on as all our social media handles: Adansi yeah. Travels, Instagram. Um, yes, all our social media handles, tw- t- Twitter. Okay. Be part. Richard here would mention the numbers to oh, all. Right.
18: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you call 817 five five zero zero eight one seven. I'll take that again. Uh, yes. So, so that the people can follow, and I'm sure that we'll put
0: this on the screen so yes. that people yes. can. So easily pick up the contacts then. You call 59 55 mm-hmm.
18: 817 Again. 59 55 817 So Samini is going to be on. He's yes. on.
17: He's not going to be on. He's on. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be such we are, are not bringing him. And wait, we, we, when you we, we, say
0: when you say Dubai, you know we have the, the Ghanaian Dubai. I want no, to be sure we, what we, you're we talking about. Dubai, so he's going to be
17: on. He's going to be on the flight. Mm-hmm. He's, going to, he's going to like interact with patrons wow. while on the flight. Wow. And that thing, will an The thing Richard mentioned is going mm-hmm. to be a Ghana themed flight. So We are having okay. Ghanaian food, we are everything is going to be Ghanaian on, on, on the flight. We want people to have that feel that you know that people should reminisce mm-hmm. when we used to have a Ghanaian flight, okay. you know, where you yeah. have everything Ghanaian yeah. on board, you know. So ridiculous. that's the, the level we want people yeah. to take people mm-hmm. to. He's on board, there's going to be a concert in the desert. So you can imagine. Oh. Yes, it's going to be a full okay. package. So, so how about the the
0: timelines? Are you going to do this just once, or you plan to repeat it for for a, for a season?
17: Good. So mm-hmm. there are various destinations which is going to happen in a phase. So oh. we, have, we have different times, mm-hmm. and uh, like I said, the different destinations. Yeah. So there, there's the anniversary the is going to go on in Ghana. There's there's a the Ghana version. There's a the West African version. There's the Asian version. There's a the European version, and so, also people just call. We will just give you. Where you would want to be and and be with us to celebrate. Okay, and, so you you get to decide well, which you, get to, where, decide where you want to be. every packet has okay. been curated to okay. serve your need your your need and any specific interest you have. Mm. So it's not just about Dubai. There are other destinations which we have. For example, we are doing a nine city tour okay. in Europe, where we are going to uh, Slovenia, we are going to check, we are going to uh, uh, Budapest. Okay, and all. so and we have a tour for Nairobi, Zanzibar, mm-hmm. and. We also have Marrakesh, Abidjan, and Agadir and Casablanca. So okay. there are lots of destinations to choose from. Mm. But if you want to bash with us in the desert, then you need, then you need to join the Samini.
0: Okay, but uh, are you willing to put out maybe the list ha- at least how much someone would have to sure, put sure, together sure. to sure. to get any sure. of the, so, so, the the packages? So yes. for Dubai,
17: it's mm-hmm. coming at least. Okay. It's going for nine days, eight nights at thousand six fifty. Store. Every, U.S. dollars, your flight is covered, your breakfast is covered, two dinners are covered, your concerts is also covered, you have your airport transfer, your mm-hmm. visa, and trust me, you won't get this anywhere. And you get
0: free pictures with Samini. You get
17: free <laughs> pictures with Samini. And not just Samini, free pictures with people Everybody in the tour. Going I mean, there. there are people you can interact with. It's a networking opportunity, mm-hmm. you know. It can be even a soul so, so mit- yeah, s- searching yeah. opportunity. For those of us who are single, you know, saying, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, well. right. it's, it's, it's oh. multifaceted. Yeah, amazing. So, you know,
0: mm. it's, it's <laughs> oh, Okay, popular. but for the other packages, um, which other... Okay. For, yeah, so, which, which so other packages do you have people tried to do move.
18: was to be able to break them into phases. So we have the Ghana package, okay, which we are doing a whole lot of destinations in Ghana. In Ghana. Oh, okay, so even within your planning... Yeah. On well, the 15th have, of July, we have okay. the Safari Valley that we are doing, okay. mm-hmm. and there also people will get to enjoy that with some mm-hmm. We have the best of the North that we'll be doing, we are doing uh, the best of the West, mm-hmm. we are also doing uh, Akusumbo. So we have all these ones that have been put together as local trips that mm-hmm. we are doing. Mm-hmm. We have some that are just two days, some are just a day trip, you come back. Okay. After that, there is a special one we are doing. It's for Africa. You know we are in Ghana, but people do not know even just Togo. Yeah. They don't know Benin. Yeah. They don't know Nigeria. So we have a package that we've put together for Ghana, Togo, Benin, Nigeria, and this is the package that we are selling in Ghana. So it is just ten thousand nine hundred ninety for you to move. For you to move, yes. Yes. To move. And it's a road trip, a yeah. one-week. But, but to be honest, if it's a single <laughs> trip to one of the destinations, yeah, would we'll, we'll, yeah, cost you, yeah, it yes. I mean, and then fair. This is seven days. We are doing this in seven days. We get to see all these countries countries. and witness and have that feel that you are looking for. After that, we have the best of the South. So We are doing South Africa, Zimbabwe, and Zambia. All together. All together. together. And that also comes with the climates of the Victoria Falls, Falls, which is one of the beauty of Africa. And like what uh, uh, Johnson said, we have the Morocco Ivory Coast. After that, now we move to Nairobi, Dubai. We have Rwanda, Dubai, which is the cleanest uh, country you would have in Africa. When we are done with all of this, we move now to the Arab states. We have Abu Dhabi, Dubai. We have Qatar, Abu Dhabi, Dubai. This is three in one. This is the one you don't have to be biased. I have to just tell my, your viewers. Your, your, your the Abu Dhabi Dubai Qatar is full up. Sold it's sold out. Ah, so, out it's like sold out. So we won't, some of us won't. No, it's sold out. It's yeah, so, yeah, so, a
17: different destination. It's sold so out. you see, ah, like, ah,
18: most ah. times when we come around, we tell them the, it's the running. The excitement yes, is, Yes, and, know, the, and people, like the Europe is also sold out. Sold out,
17: yeah. The three Europe you have are sold out. But I have a So why
18: is the so still I have, <laughs> I have a so special one that we brought out. That's for Asia. Right. We are doing Singapore. Indonesia, and Malaysia. And there's a cruise. You get to have three days on a cruise ship. Mm -hmm. That takes you to Malaysia. From Malaysia, you get to go to the almighty Bali in Indonesia. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to see Bali. From Indonesia, you come back to Singapore and spend the rest of the days. And just before we got here, we had to cook this one. And I want everybody to just run and just come for it. It's Nairobi, Zanzibar. Wow. I know now everybody wants to do
0: Zanzibar. Okay, because because we don't have all of the time, and let me just wrap up with you. If
17: if someone decides to go for everything, is it possible? No, it's possible.
8: It's about <laughs> it's about your time. So,
17: so come to us. Okay, we'll sit down with you. We'll plan it for you, so you can do everything. All the can truth. Do all. So it's possible. Oh, why not? It's possible, and do, at least you can do something that would get get, get you, let you have a feel of overview of everything mm. yes and uh, we have a special package today which one we'll announce it okay yeah for your, your viewers okay very briefly if you could
18: just okay, so what we're pattern. doing today is anybody who is buying these packages that we've spoken okay. of any of the international ones that we are doing okay. you get to have a free package to safari valley okay. we call it buy one get, get one, one okay so you are adding that we are adding that to it because we feel now they are saying dubai, dubai then you you will not get to experience ghana so we want you to buy the Dubai package or buy any of the international packages. Immediately, you call the number we mentioned out. And I'll mention it again before we... Yes, before we. You get to have a free Safari Valley on 15th of July. Right. And you get to experience that with Samini. So the number again is... The number is 59 817 Okay. And if you call this and it's engaged, you can call 59 I'll mention the two numbers again, 59 55 zero zero 817 or you call 059-386-4278 When you have a marketing manager you don't need the, the <laughs> Progressive
2: protects more than just your home and car You could save when you bundle your motorcycles ATVs, boats and RVs Doesn't that sound good? Like the sound of your boat cruising along the intercoastal And there's the sound of the prop Hitting a really big rock and now the sound of waves, because the engine stopped. But you know what does sound good? You're covered with Progressive. So bundle all your vehicles and home in one place and save with the multi-policy discount. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates and other insurers. And reduce the rate
7: of debt accumulation. So you are going to see that during that period, you will not see a lot of public investment, especially in capital projects, that are particularly growth-enhancing. So it's not, um, if you like, Uh, some ice cream in a corner it's actually uh, maybe two or three years of some strict consolidation and some discipline required to bring back the finances what it does
3: believe the person is actually making it. That's what your mind is going to tell you. That's what your brain is going to process that. Well now this person is on TV so it's like basically the average Ghanaian believes that everyone on TV is making money. That's the average Mm Ghanaian. But then as time went on to date, I believe it it has evolved and it has changed um, for a period of time. It has changed and as at this point I believe now was money in it than it used to oh right so working for Castro for instance uh, we, we made a lot of money working for Castro because we were we were aside from shooting videos with Castro we were his personal dancers so <clears throat> we were going from show after show Right, it was like throughout the region right, the Accra, Greater Accra and also um not to catch you,
4: which song was that? Which song did
3: you guys feature like? Okay, you know, featured on Castro them? was oh, Power was the first one. The second okay. was The uh, one with uh, Asamwajan. Yes please. And wow. um the next one was um <laughs> Seo Seho. Yeah, wow. with D Black. Yeah. So we had we had a lot of projects to work on with Castro. But unfortunately, the incident happened, and we still don't know what actually right. went down. Yeah, so we still we still here, still moving forward,
13: regardless. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I will do my baby. 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 mi will do my baby. I and say, you want of me? your man. I know what me." ever And say, me? I do know what you want